Hello and welcome back to the Lunch Break Show. I'm one of your hosts, Astrid, and I'm joined by your other co-host, Erin. Today, we interview our good friend, Hannah Ivey, a transgender girl currently attending Normanhurst Boys High School. We discuss her experiences regarding being transgender, as well as her recent appearance on SBS, titled The Only Girl at an All-Boys School, and the backlash she received as a result. Please note that mental health issues and statistics are mentioned, however, are not too heavily explored. Hit us up if you're interested in discussing anything, and without further ado, enjoy the episode. <coughs> so Hannah, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Hannah. I go to Normanhurst Boys High School, and I'm a trans woman, which means that I was assigned male at birth, and then I'm transitioning to female. It's a good time. Um... I went on SBS quite recently to discuss being trans as a teenager, and it was a fun time. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I got my name changed back, so now I'm officially Hannah Grace Ivy instead of, like, Man Meat Gill, which is such a delicious name. Do you not want to just be called Man Meat by your friends? <laughs> Man Meat. <so> d- d- <laughs> delicious. <laughs> So what, it, what was the, in terms of SBS, what was the big kind of controversy that happened? Because I know there was like a lot of... Well, so basically, you look I, at me weird? basically <laughs> I dunked on my school on national television um, and the school was unhappy. In regards with, to what? like Their uniform policy. And the school was unhappy with that, shockingly. And they proceeded to um, fix the entire situation by giving me full flex. No, I'm kidding. Uh, they did nothing. Um... <laughs> Yeah. So what what did you want exactly? Flexibility for everyone to wear a uniform that is still uniformy, but like more accommodating to different people. And I'm not saying like an exception for me. I'm saying for everybody who everyone has a different e- No, no, no. no. Well, Even if you are a straight heterosexual white male, I want you to be able to wear a skirt in public because it's hilarious. But also is good time because like balls need room to breathe. What? Uh, <laughs> But, like, genuinely, it's just, like, a good thing for everyone to have the option to do what they want. And mm. it harms no one, because, like, no one will think, wow, that's a really good school, because they have blazers and pants. And then see one person with a skirt and think, wow, god damn it, I'm not going to send my child there. I will instead spend $40,000 to spend my ch- send my child to Barker College. Yay. Good times. Mm. So I know with SBS... The, the the big issue for a lot of people was that you know you are you well you are a girl right and you're going to an all boys school and they they think you know why should we accommodate for you having a skirt like I understand I, I I agree with that in that they should accommodate for everyone anyway like it's just isn't it wasn't it in that like anti discrimination yeah. thing oh anyway so that's what they're supposed to do but just in regards to people's outrage um about you know girl going to a boys school how do you respond to that or feel about that first of all if um literally anyone reads the daily mail i do question their moral sanity and i think they have more problems than i do but um like in regards to that not really like if you shouldn't force anyone to move anyone to move schools for any reason at all because unless it's like bullying they will probably feel worse going to a different school because they have to get new friends they're in a new environment they have to like deal with new subjects that are probably in a different pace to their own and to do that and to switch schools just because you think it'll be better for someone is a poor idea unless it's they, that person agrees it's better for them because hmm. I'd have to like especially just before year 12 as well exactly yeah like I'd cool I'd get five like super sweet bonus ATAR points for moving schools but like 
I also would have to deal with so much change mm. that I would probably lose five eight to one. And yeah, also, yeah, yeah. also, it's like bad to have to deal with that much change, just yeah. in general. Especially during transition, I'd assume. Yeah. Because like from what I have read, they did like this study about um, uh, trans people having to move schools and just losing that uh, social support. Yeah. Is like plays a large um, part in like a decline in mental health. Yeah. As well. So yeah, understandable. Thank you for clearing that up, because. I know, yeah, lots of people disagreed. It was not okay. They were quite aggressive. So why did you originally decide to go on SBS? Because um, I wanted to share my story with other people, because maybe they might realise that, oh, hey, I've been trans this entire time, and I haven't just had, like, top-tier depression for six years. And also, like, if you have already acknowledged that you're trans, then you might want to know that, like, other people are also trans, and, it, like, your super cool, super Christian area in the top north of Queensland is not representative of the entire world and there are people who think that you are a valid human being and not like literal scum of the earth and you will go straight into hell 25 seconds after you get hit by a train right it's like people care about you and like i want that to be clear by going on the show it's a good time just going back to the name change um why was that important for you to do it legally um because if i do how did you do it as well like um, what, what did you have to? What process did you have to go through? Right, so um, it was really important to me because I want my HSC transcript to be under my name and not under Man Meat Gill. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the way how I did it was I actually got all my passport documents. I'll read you the, the like, numbers now so that everyone can steal my information. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so like you just fill out a little form and then like you get your parents to sign, which was a bit annoying for me because my parents are divorced. Wait, and this but... is to change... Yeah, change your name. Really? It yeah. doesn't seem very hard. No, it's not. Hmm. Um, you just fill in, like, your new first name, middle name, and last name. And, like, you get a letter back within four we- four weeks of, like, with, like, fancy colored background. It looks really pretty, actually. I should show you at one point. It's really pretty. And, like, that's it. And then I'll... And then I filed for the passport one after that. And then after that, I can do Medicare. Hmm. And then everything will be done. And then... Except I can't change my gender on my birth certificate until I get surgery but I can change it on my passport. Oh, okay. Cool beans. Cool. Mm. Is there, I mean, when you have to, are there issues at all when you have to show, like, identification or anything? Because, like, would your school ID say um, your birth name? No, it just says Anna, because I just harassed them for weeks until I did. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Even collecting passwords from the post office is a good time, because, like, they know me so well, because I get so many random shit from China. That they don't have any qualms about, like, just give it to, giving my passwords to me. It's pretty great. But, like, even if you do, you can just, like, sign a letter from yourself to yourself saying that you are you. And, like, that's just in the eight-week interim between me getting all my ID changed. Hmm. And then after that, it's a good time. So when did you um, initially know that you wanted to tr- transition? Um, in year six is like the most concrete evidence because I wrote in the um, anonymous questions box in the in like the sex ed thing uh, that that um, hey because they were discussing like oh, drugs are bad and they said like oh drugs can be laced with all sorts of things that make you like your legs turn green and like your skin to fall off and also like your gender to change and I wrote like the innocent little bean I was. Can you buy the gender pa- gender change pills separately? And the teacher like read that to themselves and just like chucked it in the trash, which is a good time. So like yeah, long time. 
so before then like what what like what kind of signs like what how did it make you feel not being like recognized as a woman i didn't really think that i was i didn't realize that i was trans for a while in like year seven or eight i did realize that hey that being a woman would be cool but like i wouldn't actually transition because i'd be a fat track and like in late year eight i realized yes yeah, fat track was definitely worth it because i would feel a lot better and like that's what i actually am and it's a poor idea to just like hide things because you think it's a bad idea mm. and then i transitioned in yeah. like year 10 because i know a lot of um people as well because people people seem to have a lot of issues with just being transgender transgender um in general like i think in the main thing they have um an issue with is regret when you're transitioning like or after you've transitioned like, do you have anything to say about... Oh, Erin? Yeah, especially with, um, with, home, um, with hormones and... Surgeries. Surgeries, yeah. like, that's... Because it's a big you, decision, yeah, you know, it is and... It's a big and, decision, you can't reverse it, and especially when a child is making that yeah. decision, there's a lot of controversy over that. Okay, mm. well, first of all, I was 16, I can make a lot of poor decisions at that age, and, like, getting hormones is not one of those, the worst decisions I could have made at that age. First of all, if your child is trans, they're already, like, Something. likely suicidal... Um, And so, like, cool, you can block them from getting hormones, but you cannot block them from, like, jumping under a train. Um, Oh, just on that, though, I have have some some data here that Erin and I found. Hold on, I think I remember it. 48% of trans... (laughs) Why am I so... Don't sound so excited. No, it's 48% of trans people, which is... um, No, no, it wasn't even... It was 48% um, have ever attempted suicide. Exactly, yeah. Wait, sorry. Yeah, like, sorry, no, 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 compared no. to the reference... Almost one in two trans young people have attempted suicide, which is 48%, and four out of five trans people have ever engaged in self-harm, which is from Trans Pathways, the largest study ever conducted of the mental health and care pathways for trans and gender-diverse young people in Australia. Yeah, and the reference rate for the rest of Australia is like 2%, so that's, a f- that's yeah. like a... 20 times increase. Crazy difference. So, yeah. Which is not okay. There's obviously something very wrong yeah. there. Yeah. The thing that's wrong is not really just being transgender. The thing that's wrong is mostly just society not dealing with it properly. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, yeah, your child could feel bad about going all those hormones, but they probably won't because they have to deal with so much psychiatry, so many psychiatrists, so many endocrinologists, so much everything in the way. I got, like, one of the shorter transition times and that was between like so like july to january february the next year Mm. and what did that um entail like having what was the process of transitioning so first of all i had to speak to a gp and then i had to speak to a pediatrician uh then i had to go to westmead which was such a long waiting list because they have so many people and they're so understaffed Mm. they have so many like such a long waiting list and they're so understaffed for um for getting hormones yeah. yeah okay uh, they spoke to me for about five months. I got a referral to a psychiatrist. I had to see the psychiatrist twice. Um, I saw one endocrinal. I saw another psychiatrist, but that psychiatrist was questionable. Uh, mm, so I ended yeah. up going to a different psychiatrist. Mm. On that as well, another statistic. Well, not not a statistic. I don't remember the statistic, but do you remember reading how they um like or something like sixty percent of trans people felt like with the psychiatrists at, le- at least felt they didn't understand them or didn't respect um their change. Did did you find that? at all just on a very surface kind of level yeah mm. yeah um like a lot of people have had to go through multiple psychiatrists to get like just the respect that they deserve not even the same opinion 
Um, and then after that, I got referred to an endocrinologist, and then I got hormones, which is a good time. Mm. And how but, long did you say that lasted? Like nine, ten months. Oh, okay. Um, but before I got the hormones, I had to um, store my sperm, which was an unfun idea, because like, I explicitly requested not to, but I understand why. Because mm. like, I can change my mind there in ten years, and it's such a low risk and low cost procedure. Costs like a hundred. Wait, what is the storing your sperm? Oh, okay. Costs like a hundred dollars a year, so that's not actually oh. that terrible. And given given that the like, and you, they can only store it for ten years, that's a thousand bucks. Mm. It's not terrible mm. for something that could help a lot. It could lead to a, a child, so <laughs> a boy. Mm. Yeah, but like, I can see why they do that. Mm. I think they should probably do that earlier on in the transition process, though, so that they can speed it up a bit faster. Because that was just mm. that was unnecessary time. Like they could have done that at the beginning. Get retrieve this. Uh... Yeah, they could have stored it at the beginning. Oh wait, wh- why would that be better? Because that speeds it up by like another month. Oh. Because okay. they don't. You don't even see any psychiatry in that month. Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Oh. Yeah. Just. Hmm. Yeah. I think it's quite unfortunate that some psychiatrists and some psychologists, just just doctors in general, and people too, um, let their personal opinions and beliefs cross over into their professional world, into their professional working life. Yeah. Maybe there's just a lack of information, or, or the information that's out there on trans people is very new, at least. And so they probably, I mean, a lot of older psychologists, I feel, or psychiatrists wouldn't have studied that, maybe. In like, oh, yeah, no, I wasn't saying that was the sole cause. Oh, no, no, that's the, I'm just saying, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, even, even the, and, and because, you know, trans people aren't that common, like, they don't make, obviously, don't make up the majority of the population. Like, even when you do a study. Don't get. <laughs> the trans agenda will get you. I was just gonna make the same joke. No, but e- even when you um look at the studies they've done, like the one that I just talked about, the trans pathways, um, one was like, it was only like eight hundred and fifty nine people, which is like, and, and it was like the largest study they'd ever done, which is not very many people. But it's like, how many you gonna get? Like, I mean, it's hard to do a study in general. It's quite expensive because mm. they have to pay. Yeah, it's but the, probably like 20, 50 bucks paid to the person to encourage them to do the study. Then you have to deal with the administration of the study. You'd probably do it in person so that they can't just like scam answers. So that's another like 50 bucks of labor. So it's quite expensive to run mm. a study. For yeah, but then, but then with other things as well, like you have, with lots of other things, you have um, extensive data and extensive studies done on that topic. But trans, uh, in the topic of like, being transgender, they don't have much at all, which I think I think is because now people are just more open about it, and there are just so few people that it's hard to get like a good idea of what's happening. Yeah, which is very Sad. it's a reality, but it's un- yeah, but it's very unfortunate. Sad. Yeah, I'm interested to know. Uh, well, I'm sure the listeners are uh, at least. What is passing, and what does it mean to pass? Passing is where you like get identified by a random person on the street as the gender that you are most of the time typically um passing is generally important to people because like it shows that other people r- randomly see them as what they are what they are and they don't have to like explain it to them mm. but it's also not overly important because you're still like valid even if you don't pass mm. but. would you find that well i mean I suppose in, in from my understanding passing is kind of important in terms of safety reasons as well if you don't quite look like what you're 
expected to, then you've had to put at a higher risk as well. Yeah. Do you find that, like, at Normanhurst at least, if you were wearing, like, a skirt or something, that would put you at higher risk? Like, in that school, if, like, you were the only one? So I was thinking about it, you know, and I feel like that would make you stand out more, you know? Yeah, at a higher risk of yeah. discrimination yeah. or um, Cause then it would say, or abuse or yeah. violence. I'd say, like, probably not, because everyone in my grade knows that I am Oh, trans. they know anyway. Yeah. But just on the street and stuff. I mean, it's pretty obvious. My hair's pretty distinct. But, like, also, people aren't gonna be committing violence to random people in daylight hours, typically. Most people would probably commit violence um, at night, and at night I will always be wearing relatively feminine clothes anyway. Hmm. Compared oh, to my school uniform, fair. at least, yeah. Hmm. I won't be going out in my school uniform at like 2 a.m. at King's Cross. Just to clarify, yeah. King's Cross isn't actually that dangerous. That was a misrepresentation in a study that was run by the Australian government. King's Cross is actually not that dangerous, and the lockout laws wouldn't have fixed the two uh, king punches that did happen, because the two king punches that did happen were before the lockout laws. In the sense, they were done at like 7 and 9 p.m., not at 1 p.m., which is when the lockout laws were actually implemented. Also, they were drinking their own alcohol. One of them was drinking their own alcohol, so they wouldn't have been affected by the lockout laws anyway, even if it was at an earlier time. And both of them were also outside of the lockout laws' actual area, so the lockout laws are dumb. King's Cross is actually not that dangerous. I just use King's Cross as an example of a really dense area compared to Normanhurst. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to my TED talk. <laughs> you better include that, by the way. Sure. That was a sure. massive rant. I love that. Pretty damn good. You can about more things, monkey face. Mm. What about the adversities in general and whatnot? I'm not being hurt. Anyways, yeah. Just general adversities being as being trans person. Um, like, I mean, I pass most of the time until I start talking, but even then, like, I pass most of the time, so it's a pretty good time. Oh, um, also, I know we've had this discussion before, but, you know, obviously they don't... Uh, the people listening have never heard it, but in terms of, um, when you have hormone therapy, I know, like... Some things physically change, but other things like your voice don't change uh, at a certain point. Like, what do you have to do to um, pass in that sense? Or, or to what extent can you pass with your voice? So, I can't really pass very well with my voice because I haven't done much training. I can pretend to sound like um, Ocean Man voice crack audition, but that's about it. Um, Ocean Man! Uh, but like yeah it doesn't really change unless you're going on testosterone in which case it does change to be a bit deeper but there's oh, so trans, for, for um, trans men yeah. yeah but trans men typically also has to have to do voice therapy but trans men also have the issue of like breasts that don't just like unbreastify um <laughs> yeah mm. um, so you have to get those surgically removed if you're a trans yeah. man yeah mm. well you don't have to just some people mm-hmm. for the so you have to do training for your voice then yeah what does that entail? It's like normal people. It's like normal people who sing. They might want to try and get oh. their voice range to a higher level. Oh, okay. It's just that, except you have to regularly speak at a higher register and then expand your oh. voice range. Have you ever tried high. to do that? Yeah, it's painful and it takes a long time and I'm lazy. I'm not lazy, it's just like I have the HSC. So, yeah, that's, yeah, I have that's the a HSC. lot of effort. And yeah. I have the HSC, so it's like a bad time. Mm, fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, just in general... How did your family and friends uh, receive being trans? Oh damn, I was gonna ask the same question. Ha! Beat you to it. Yeah. You snooze, you lose. Um, yeah, my mum was really receptive. Uh, my close friends at school were really, really receptive until one of them told someone else who told a bunch of other people. 
luckily that person was relatively um, untrustworthy, so no mm. one actually like trusted their rumor. Uh, but yeah, most people were really supportive. Uh, yeah, just in general, everyone's been supportive except for like people a online small and yeah, like oh, a online. couple of people at my school have been unsupportive, but most people yeah. have been. Yeah, I feel like Astrid the- did tell you to get all your guests out beforehand. <laughs> Look what happened. It was a burp, okay? Exactly. exactly. That, that's gas, isn't it? Yeah, but I what like, did I say? I was like, Before de-gas. you get on the podcast, you've got to get all your gas out. I can't just de-gas it. Better in the out. <laughs> so, what do you, in terms of school, what do you think schools need to do or need to try to do, besides uniform, obviously, because we've discussed that already, but um, to accommodate for trans people? Um, so or is that like a main thing? So to have like gender neutral toilet options and to have like specified really gender neutral toilet options so like the, my school has labeled the men's toilet because there's it's literally a boys school as gender neutral and that's not how that works because it's still like 99 percent male yeah and, like yeah i understand yeah, that so and what are, what are the issues with that um, um that's a poor idea because no but i mean I, like in terms of what is the significance of having a gender neutral bathroom like what what if you don't have that, that what what's the what are the implications of that? Um, well, it can be dangerous because some people think that a bathroom is more private than elsewhere, mm. um, and so they like might try and do things. Yeah, which is a poor idea. Now, like some people like take that to a different level and think that trans people invade women's bathrooms to do that thing. But typically, trans women are the people most at Risk. most most yeah. most like scared of being in a woman's bathroom because like they might get yelled at. Yeah, yeah. It's a bad time. Or worse. Oh yeah. Mm. And anything else? Yeah. I mean, have have you ever experienced discrimination in bathrooms? No, not really. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, in in school that you were saying, like anything else besides gender neutral? Um, change people's um names on the roll. You don't really need to store gender at all on the roll. Like at all. There's no real reason to store gender in for any reason hmm. in schools. I guess, like, maybe for statistics, but that doesn't need to be visible for teachers on the roll. Mm. I wasn't aware it was visible. It yeah. is in my school. And um, and what what are, what happens um, as a result of that? Like, how do people re- respond to that? Like, they might see a mismatch between your name and your gender marker on, your, on the roll or, like, on your birth certificate, and they might think that... Like, that, that can be a tell to people that you're trans. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that even if you move schools, it can like be a tell. Mm. And is being a tell? Um, wait, what? Does, that, that that just means it's like an indicator that yeah, you're like right? gives you. And gives is you that an issue? Because I mean, I don't, I don't know. You guys, like I assume, don't want to be seen as trans. You just want to be seen as what, you know, what you. What you are, tra- yeah. Yeah, what you want to be. Yeah, what you are. Um, yeah, because like I don't want to go to a job interview and they ask for my driver's license and it has mm, yeah, you yeah. know an m no i want to fail like i did in maths i want to get an f excuse me um <laughs> and so i don't want to like i don't want that to be a tell but also like i have no one has boys on my resume next to hannah ivy so that's a pretty fat tell yeah and um have you have you faced any uh, have you encountered any issues with that applying for jobs or yeah i went from having like a few job interviews a year to having zero job interviews a year because of uh, my name change on my resume, which was unfun. Um, and 
Yeah, some businesses are supportive of like hiring trans people, but a lot of them, they claim that they are, but the HR people see that as weird and just like throw it out because they have a thousand resumes. This one seems a bit teeny bit weird, so I'm just gonna throw this one yeah, out because yeah. it could be bad luck or some random excuse. Mm. Does that concern you about the future then, like after school? Yeah. Hmm. That sucks. That's quite unfun. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, and I, I suppose that's one of the reasons um, getting your name changed legally is so important. Yeah, yeah, that's why I moved. Why, why I want to move to Canberra as well, because Canberra Canberra allows you to change your um, your gender mark on your birth certificate as well. Hmm. Wait, what? What does that mean though? If you so if you go to Canberra, you can change it. Does that when you go to other states, what happens then? You can still it's change still it, changed. Yeah. Oh, cool. I have to live there for three years. What a shame. I guess I just have to go to university there. <laughs> So, I know last time we... Okay, for all the listeners who don't know, we already recorded this podcast, like, months ago. Yeah. It was like, we, we didn't plan any questions, and it was really, really bad interviewers. We still are really bad interviewers. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Did... You're fine. No, it's not okay. I mean, it's okay with you, because you're, like, cool with it. But other people are not gonna be cool with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyways, um, so on the last podcast that we recorded ages ago, you said um, that... You, well, when you... You want to say what you said? What did I say? You oh, said, yeah. I oh. said I was asexual, which was a poor idea. Because um, immediately after the podcast, I started, like, talking to Erin more. And, like, a month later, we flirted for two hours until she finally asked me out because we're both useless lesbians. But, um, yeah. So, um, we're dating now and we're basically married. What? Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's great. So, how does it... How, how has that changed everything? Like, how um, does it feel? Have you had faced i mean should i ask aaron now interviewing you aaron oh. have you faced any like um i know it hasn't been for like a heaps long time but have you faced any adversity at all um oh. or have you faced any or either of the, you i suppose look i i think i find um when i'm when i'm sp- spending a night out with my wife uh, i mean what um no when i'm when i'm out with hannah i do we do get a couple of strange looks from people when we hold hands or something like that uh just because being in a a homosexual relationship isn't the normal Mm. um not yet not yet (laughs) luckily it's um becoming more accepted in society and i think i'm really lucky to live in Mm. sit in a place like a safe yeah Yeah, area which yeah especially in a safe area or although that is still that you know that threat and it's um it can be a bit nerve-wracking to come out to people as well. Mm. Have you come out to many people? That's well, you're coming out now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. This is my coming <laughs> this out. This is the second um, time someone's come out on the podcast. Letitia was first. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Damn, just... Damn, this podcast turned people gay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Don't say that. Otherwise, you know, no. yeah. some people will be like, whoa, what the heck? No. I don't want to turn gay. Or well, maybe they do want to turn gay. You do want to turn come. gay, guys. Who it's knows? a good time. <laughs> Anyway, hi, I'm queer, and I'm round as a sphere. No, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm round as a sphere. What does the Bring round part mean? I don't understand what that means. It's, okay, oh, so no. like, it's, like, it's like a rhyming couplet, right? So it's, I'm here. No, I'm I know it rhymes. I can hear I'm round as a, as a sphere. sphere. The round as a sphere is a self-deprecating joke, saying that, like, I'm cha- I'm fat, basically. I'm round as a sphere. Oh, I just haven't had time to figure out something else. 
Did you make that up? I did. Oh, you made that up. Yeah. I was really good with these. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at self-deprecating puns. That's not just jokes good. In ge- I'm good at jokes in general. But then again, I say yeah. this. You've just been mentioning how much I do that as well. Yeah. <laughs> we all do that. It's just teenagers these days. Yeah, so, anyway, so I suppose time. this is my coming out. Um, hi, I think I'm bi. That works. <laughs> ah, there we go. Yeah. Um, I don't really think the label matters too much because... Uh, you won't be dating anyone else anyway. We'll get married at the age of 23. What? Kind <laughs> <laughs> it all out. Sorry, but um, yeah, I don't really think the label matters too much because, uh, you know, I think your sexual attraction is fluid and it can change. So yeah. I don't really feel the need to label it. But for now, I guess it's by your pan. It doesn't really matter too much to me. All that, although that is something that does matter to other people sometimes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Do you want to hear about my coming out to uh, yes to my parents? Let's hear that. That's a fun time. Oh uh, yeah, my mum took it really well. I got to tell her um, when I asked her to pay, well, asked her to transfer um, money from my bank account into the one for social because I'm going to social with Hannah. So she found out then. She was really accepting of it, and uh, she's just been really helpful the whole time. As for my brother and my dad, <laughs> that is a separate story. Yep. My, both my, so first of all, Hannah was at home with me. Um, we were in bed together, not doing anything weird for you podcast listeners out there. Just, just sitting there. Just, just, yeah. Just, just like, like hugging. Yeah. yeah. Just hug. Yeah. Just hugging. Just so, gal pals. <laughs> obviously just gal pals. And my dad walked in on us. He walked straight out and closed the door. So of course I had to get dressed, quickly tell him, Hi Dad, um, what are you doing home so early? Because I didn't expect you here. He was like, oh, What were you doing in bed, Aaron? Um, I was... Spooning. Is that what that's called? No, no. What is spooning? Isn't it just hugging? Spooning is like hugging, but it's not as intimate as people think. Because it's like... What's like the difference looking, between a hug and someone. a spoon? It's like, so you're looking over at someone. Hugs like, together, yeah. facing each other. Spooning is one person from behind. Ah. Yeah, it's lame. Spooning's lame. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that doesn't look too pleasant. You can't even talk to them. You talk, right? Yeah, yeah. you talk. Yeah, see? Yeah. I know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I told my dad, um, oh, you know, I, I was just in bed. He goes, was there someone else there? <laughs> Because Hannah kind of hid under the covers, right? <laughs> just like roughly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hannah kind of hid on the covers. Oh, was my dog. Like, was there someone else there? Oh damn it! I should have. Yeah, you should have just. Dog. It was the dog. You should yeah. just say if you didn't. If you didn't see her, then you just say, "Oh, it's just the dog." That's oh, why. God, that would have been a good. Oh, but the, so good. You know, the dog's hair yeah. color changed and it was a bit fleshy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Hannah was completely under the covers. That would have worked. Damn it. Yeah, oh, well. well, whenever yeah. that ever happens, just call me. No, no. <laughs> I'm good at excuses. Uh, yeah, so then I basically had to tell my dad, look, I was in bed with my girlfriend. And <laughs> the way he responded... Did you say girlfriend? I yeah. said girlfriend, yeah. He basically just, girlfriend? He said, girlfriend? <laughs> yeah, very surprised. He was extremely surprised, pretty taken aback. And then what did he say? Um... And then he told me, relationships are a waste of time. <laughs> really? Yeah. What do you have 
was a wife. She has a kid. <laughs> he told me you're the kid. Yeah. What? He told me not to get too carried away with it. Um, too late. <clears throat> Married now. Um, but <laughs> you can no, no, stop I, saying you're married. I know, I know. Won't get that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just to, uh, just to clarify for the New South Wales government um, representative watching this podcast, we are not officially married. We will get married at the age of twenty-three when we're both living in Canberra together in ANU. Um, All right. This is okay. this is this is so that this is for legal ramifications mainly so that we don't get like sued for marrying under the age of eighteen, but also for social reasons. Because if you get married at the age of eighteen, that's a bit lame because everyone thinks that you're high school sweethearts when like no one actually understands how you holy queer relationships are. And thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> second time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You just make a second podcast with my ramblings. <laughs> You know what? I feel like that would be a channel in itself, like a whole channel, which <laughs> just ramblings, like tiny snippets of ramblings, like ten seconds. You can just compile them. Yeah. You'd have like fifty episodes. Five hundred years. Yeah. 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 So basically, my dad didn't really take it that well, which I think is fair enough because. Well, I mean, that is pretty. Yeah. That that it's he yeah. didn't ease into it. He just saw. No. He's like, oh. Is that the dog? No, it's a person. What? It's a girlfriend. What? You know, it's random. Yeah. Keeps random. So I, I really, yeah, I understand that from my dad's perspective. And he hasn't, he hasn't singled me out for it or anything. Um, and we have talked about it since then. Oh, really? How'd that go? Yeah. So it's, it's actually been all right. Uh, I, I don't think my dad understands, understands it. But yeah, fair enough. I, I think I've come yeah. across with a book. Well, a lot of people like that as well. Yeah, but he at least can tolerate it and accept it. Like he he understands that it's still that it is a thing. He's not mm. denying it. So I'm really yeah, okay. happy about that. I'm really grateful I have such accepting parents. Mm. And your brother? Yeah. Um my brother, um an hour after my dad walked in and I came out to my dad, my brother also walked in on us. <laughs> but he stayed in. But he stayed there for ten seconds. Yeah. More than ten seconds. More than ten seconds. So like I was telling you about like when my when I was on the toilet that one time I forgot to lock the door and then um my dad came in and he was just like <laughs> he just he didn't he just didn't leave. He just gave me a lecture about why I should clo- like lock the door when I'm on the toilet while I was on the toilet. Yeah, this is a little bit different. Your brother just like came in and he was like uh, what did he say? Well, my brother walked into my room. I said, Sorry Cameron, I'm in bed with my girlfriend right now. He goes Oh yeah, no, that's alright. I understand. <laughs> Also, I got some, uh, would you like some fortune cookies I stole from Coles? And you just stayed and there. And you just stayed there. And then I like, politely declined. I said maybe later, but thank you very much. I mean, I had to ask him to leave. <laughs> That's really awkward. Yeah, then you went to his room and then straight to the bathroom. Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I th- he was probably just quite shocked, I think. And I, yeah. Well, I fair enough. That. That's that's exactly. A, if I if I saw my brother, like if I just literally opened the door and then saw my brother in in like not not necessarily doing anything but just hugging some guy in his bed, you know. And then I was like, "Oh, what you doing?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm in in bed with my boyfriend." I'd be like, "What the heck? When did that this happen?" And I would have been so taken aback. There's like nothing wrong with it, but yeah, it, you know. Imagine if, imagine if you walked in on me like I was just in my bed with some random person you'd never seen yeah no I, no i entirely yeah. understand I it it's like out. it's absolutely yeah, yeah fine. but yeah you're you're a decent person <laughs> you Whoa. just you just walk out yeah yeah well yeah because like i don't want to 
cry in your room. I want to like, I want to have an existential crisis in my own. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but um, my family's taken it quite well, and hmm. um, as I've been coming out to some friends, they've taken it really well as well. Yeah, no one's actually said, "Oh, sorry, you're you're going to hell." Um. Wait, no, actually, they have. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I have had some people tell me, just because of their beliefs. They still accept me. They still, they're still they great accept friends. accept you, but you're going to hell. But I am going to hell. Alright. I'll go Honest, to hell if yeah. you're there. Honestly, going to hell is a good time, because, like, kissing girls is worth going to hell. I agree. It's a good time. Anyway, that was my coming out. Um, How do you feel about other people um, talking, like, if your parents told their friends or something? I don't think my parents have told anyone else. Because um, it's quite difficult to explain. I know my dad particularly struggled to get his head around, first of all, me dating a girl. Secondly, that my girlfriend was trans. That was really difficult for him to get his head around, and he still doesn't understand that. And I don't know... I think my parents don't want to share that information with other people mm. because it is private. It is my information to share. Yeah. And it will happen at some point. Hmm. So, like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to explain something because I mentioned it earlier. Oh. I'm just going to explain something because I mentioned it earlier. You holy lesbian is like a stereotype for how lesbians commonly think that every single girlfriend they meet, ever meet is the one. And hmm? I'm going to. Hey, what did you say, you? U-Haul. It's cause that's a brand of like rent truck in the in the US and like there's a joke that lesbians will U-Haul to each other will U-Haul and like move into the other person's house on the first date. And uh. the second date they'll get married. Yeah, it's a joke because like oh oh wait and you it's, said a, it's that a joke that uh, lesbians move too fast. Yeah, but there's Basically, also do you think oh, that's I've the just, case? I've just met you and I know I want to marry you. Is I do you think say, that's the case? I would say that is probably the case in some case in some cases but like there is there is some things that do make lesbian relationships different to heterosexual relationships that does allow that to happen there is typically more emotional intimacy i think Hmm. than in hetero relationships so you can see like because you have like a similar perspective i suppose yeah Yeah, and you have like because you have similar experiences Mm. yeah but typically there's also the 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 parallel but also very different stereotype of useless lesbians, which is basically lesbians, which two people. By the way, I use lesbians as like a catch-all term for all women who love women. Um, yeah, bisexual people are included, but like a lot of um, like a lot of useless lesbians is basically just two people who everyone else around them can tell that they're both crushing on each other, but the other person cannot tell that they're crushing on them. We can tell because we both flirted for two hours to each other very overtly <laughs> until one of us no Aaron asked should I actually ask you out which I thought was a joke and then, we've been we've been jokingly sending each other yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, pick up lines pick up lines yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, whoops. and then like finally she asked me out and I'm like oh, is this a joke um, yeah, cool I'll send you the the, 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 the address of a restaurant in Newtown cool, t- cool beans and no, we actually, actually met there, and that was. And then it all. Yeah, I can't all... believe you thought that was an actual joke. 
You thought I was still continuing with jokes when I said, should I actually ask you out? Look, okay. <laughs> you, you, you meet off with them, it's like, yeah. oh, still a joke. <laughs> like, she makes gets them, oh, still look, a joke. Look she, makes, look, she makes pancakes for me every morning, and, like, we we get, we got married, and, like, you know, we, we cuddle every day. But, like, maybe she got married as friends. Like, maybe yeah, maybe it's just, a joke still, you maybe know? Just, maybe just we just gal pals. We into each other's house, but just a joke. Yeah, it's just, it's just gal pals, really. Maybe we should adopt a child together. Like, oh, it's, yeah. just oh, it's just a joke. It's just, just a joke. Like, just like yeah. platonically. Platonically adopt Obviously. a child. <laughs> yeah, no, I suppose, um, I suppose we do fit some of the stereotypes of, um, of you hold yeah, of you, I can't say you hold lesbians. You hold yeah, lesbians, thank you. Um, because yeah. we have moved quite quickly. Yeah, how long have you been in, how long have you been together? Oh, God, like two months. Two months? Three months. You've moved yeah. quickly. Yeah, <laughs> we've moved quite quickly, but already married. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it really depends on the person and yeah, how connected you feel to them. Mm. And as long as we're both comfortable, it's it's all good, all consensual. I think it's fine. Hmm. Um. This this is completely different now, but because I think we gotta wrap up fairly soon because we it's been going for almost an hour. So well, it's nothing compared to last time. <laughs> How long was last time? It was like two it was and a half three hours. hours. Three hours. It was crazy. That was a nightmare to edit. Like I was just not okay with editing that. I my I literally spent like weeks and I was like, nah, I'm not. Do- we're doing this again. This is, I can this refilm is again. It's fine. I just get to see Aaron again. Whoa, what a yeah. shame. Yeah, what a shame. You get to see Aaron anyway, but this time you get to see me too. Yeah. <laughs> Such sad. Two guys. gay people. Two. What? You're gay. <laughs> am I gay? Sorry to break it to you. I don't think I am. The gay agenda will get to you. See, if we just, like, round up, right? So there's two out of three people here that are gay. So two of three, that's, like, 66%. And I'm fairly mad, but I can do that, right? 66%. If you round that to the nearest, like, 100%. Sorry, 66.6. So zero... Are you trying to say well, something six, about us six, going six, to hell six, for being actually, gay? It would be 66.7. So, no. But what if it's 66.67? So it, it is. Six, 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 seven. So it's... Three well, sixes. Well, that means we're going to hell. It's we not- are going to hell. And anyway. I'm so happy about it. Why are we trying? <laughs> anyway, anyway, so like two of the three people here are gay. So like, just through osmosis, you'll just become gay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Also, your ha- also your hair is like a big tell. Sorry. I did it. I did it for cancer. I'm not gay. I might. Who Look, knows? also your vocabulary and just like your inflection. I don't know. It's and also like your fashion t- sense. I can see you being gay. This is I my hip hop shirt. I don't care. You're like at least a nine out of ten on my gay dog. Alright. Well, I mean, we love you. This is why I met you. This is why I met you, right? What do you want to say? I stalked Astrid for. Okay. We had a debate together, right? And, like. I was re- it was horrible. It was a horrifying <laughs> it was debate. It was horrible. Um, but, like, the, the, uh, I, was, I was like, oh, Astrid looks gay, but I didn't know her name at the time. But then I forgot to hear her name when the, uh, when the like, person was reading out the names. And so I was like, oh, rats. But then the adjudicator didn't show up. Fat dab. So we had to do a rematch, and I'm like, alright, I'm gonna write down her name. So I wrote down your name. I couldn't find you anywhere. And then I had to, like, Why stalk... Why didn't you just ask me for my Instagram? That's too upfront. And then I asked... <laughs> I would have been so flattered. I would have been like, oh, someone wants to be my friend. Oh my gosh. And then I just stalked everyone in your grade until I found... like that I just too much effort. Just you through, just ask me. Just through tags well, until I found... You do the same thing. Until I found you. No, I asked people. No, no, now. no. Yeah, now. You used to stalk people. I didn't say that because of what our last podcast said. Anyway, I'll, I'll, oh my I'll... god, I just realised that combined with the graveyard stories. I didn't. That that was one. Okay, maybe maybe in like year seven, I used to try and find people, but 
recently I'm not into that. All right, I'm just not into that. Yeah, that's fair yeah. enough. Anyway, so like yeah, I, 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 I went on the podcast and then I realized like, oh, you actually don't seem that gay. And then you said like, Erin said something along the lines of like, oh, this is after the podcast. Uh, she's like, oh, you know, I'm not like. I, you know, I'd date anyone, it just depends on their personality, which I originally thought was like, oh, it's just like some woke hetero is just like <laughs> trying to get those social justice brownie points while also being simultaneously a hetero. But like, Erin was cool, and so I like wanted to be friends with her, and we were like good friends for a long time until we a finally realized. A month, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were good friends, and we, we learned no, yeah, a lot about yeah, each other. In a very short amount of yeah. time as well. So that, that's, like, pretty true Why friendship. Why don't we talk daily, basically? No, no, I know, but that's what yeah. I'm saying, like, that, you know, certain people, you, if you don't want to get to know them that quickly, then you don't like them that much, you know? If you, it just shows you that you had a lot of co- a lot in common. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. Oh, yeah, though, no, you just explained. So, I was like, carry on with the story. That's literally the whole story. Yeah. I yeah. thought Astrid was gay, so I looked her up on Instagram for a long time <laughs> until I found her, and then she organised a podcast. Then I met Erin from the bad podcast that it was <laughs> and then here we are now re-recording yeah. it. and then the weird thing is that um you wouldn't have uh you wouldn't have stalked astrid on instagram if you if you hadn't had yeah, the, if, if the adjudicator had just had oh yeah if the adjudicator up. hadn't shown up and if astrid didn't have short hair yeah see this yeah. is the thing if well, i had and i cut your hair astrid, yeah if erin hadn't right? shaved all my hair off this year for the world's greatest shave then i would never have looked gay to hannah and if if we went to the <laughs> you like thinking about it would I have thought she was there anyways and then it, at the debate if we hadn't had the rematch then we know it never would matter and if we hadn't decided to randomly make a podcast yeah that too and that if if Sasha um well I don't think Sasha listens to it but if Sasha the vegan um uh, blogger person from our school if she hadn't decided to make a vegan blog and be all successful we might not have decided to. Because that originally motivated you yeah, to make the podcast, exactly. didn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. One of the motivators. And then, <laughs> this was sheer luck here, you know? And we both migrated from different countries. And also, yeah, and if I... so weird. If I um, didn't happen to get into debating, because the first time I was even... It, it was reliant on this random kid who used to be in debating being like, nah, stop that, I don't do that anymore. Same. If that had never happened, I never would have gotten to debating. Same, same I only got into debating because, like... Well, I actually did enjoy debating. It's just like I didn't, I didn't try hard enough to get into the team because like it's a fat track to deal with competing against sixty other people from a selective school. Mm. But like, I just showed up to the meetings despite not being in the team because I said you're allowed to, and like I had more commitment than half the people in the team. So like, I got into the team. Hmm. It's so random, right? And I was like, even even when I was like, oh yeah, do I want to do debating? I'm like, uh, probably not because. I'm in year 11 now, and I'm, I've never, I haven't had any experience, and everyone's going to be, like, so good right now. And I was like, nah, whatever, I want to I try this out. It, it's sheer luck. Sheer luck that any of that even happened. Crazy. Okay. Now, the final question. What, what, what was the question, Aaron? I've lost the end bit of the sheet. You have the sheet that we don't have, because this is natural conversation that has no <laughs> questions in it. Oh, okay. Advice for people struggling... With the gender identity, do you have anything to say? Um, yeah, read the internet. Like, Reddit is a good resource for like exploring your gender identity. Is it? Yeah, it is. Actually, yeah, Reddit's pretty. Pretty you know, cool. Yeah, pretty as long as you don't, the... as long as you don't stay on like go on like the weird right wing subreddits like gender critical. As long as you stay on like the cool progressive subreddits like T R A seven. It's like T R 
Ay, 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 a you know a meeting every month and like of transgender young people and you can just like meet there and like talk about your gender identity and mm. see if you actually are trans or not and like you can see a psychiatrist and a psychologist and like a good if you have a good time and like you might actually be trans and then you can transition it'll be you have a good life and you'll yeah, meet a great girlfriend out. and you'll get married and it'll <laughs> be great and I suppose this advice only if your friend to... shaves their head and they make a podcast exactly <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> I suppose that advice also applies to people who are just who who might not necessarily be transitioning or, um, but you know might also just be struggling with their gender identity as well. Mm. Might be um, I just forgot the term. Gender fluid Thank or something. You. Gender yeah. fluid. Mm. Think and that- I suppose I suppose we can link some of these articles and also Reddit sites um, for you listeners if you're interested on our Instagram page at the Lunch Break Show. Mm. Yes. So go check us a follow, and thank you for yeah, listening to this podcast. Thank you for today's yeah, podcast. Thank, thank you, you for, very much, Hannah, for coming on the show. I stole your thank you. You did. Ha ha ha. Oh, you stole my question and my thank you. Yep. <laughs>